Welcome back to the Loot Page Podcast. We're back with a, the second instalment regarding threads. Um, this thing's gone crazy since this thing launched on the 6th of July, 2023. Um, and it's just been an, a, a crazy few days. And the thing with it is, is that it has completely evolved. Um, it's turned upside down and some people are liking it. Some people aren't liking it. But I wanted to make this episode specifically for um, you if you've got a Threads account right now and you've got under a thousand followers. So if that's you, then uh, enjoy this episode because it is being designed and created and recorded just for you. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. All right, we are back, and um, we're back because uh, kind of due to popular demand, I um, I actually recorded a, I, I, I call it, the, and I reckon it would have been, it was the world's first podcast episode about Threads. Um, I released that within two and a half hours of Threads going live. Crazy quick. Um, that was a really popular episode. So I um, obviously there's so much hype about Threads. Um, this this um, this podcast episode will probably be irrelevant in a number of weeks, um, but for now, the, the the you know everyone's talking about threads and what's going on to it. How do we use it? What it's all about? Everything like that. Now, if you haven't um, started a threads account and you're brand new to it, or maybe you've just started and you don't know anything about it, I actually recorded an episode, um, episode one, two, three. It's called Everything You Need to Know About Threads. Uh, you're probably best to go back to that episode and listen to that. That'll be a great starter. But if you've already um, set up your, your Threads account, you've kind of been on it, you've had to snoop around, you've had to play around, uh, this is a great episode for you. And in particular, I have made this for you and for anyone who's got less than 1,000 followers on Threads, not on Instagram, on Threads. So if you don't know how many followers you got, go check out your account now. If you've got 1,000 followers on Threads, then Listen to this episode. If you've got more, then head off, I would say. Um, and uh, I mean, this is, it's kind of weird because I, the stance I've kind of taken with this threads thing is that I'm like, I've taken like a, almost like a journalist approach and I'm, I'm like breaking news with this thing, which is so weird and ironic because I don't have a big threads account. At the moment of me recording this, I've only got about 500 followers. It's growing every day. But it's it's not, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and some have millions of followers, I guess. Like uh, some people do, right? And usually what happens is that, you know, the people who are the most successful will be the ones that break the news and do podcast episodes like this. But the interesting thing is that, you know, I, I follow a lot of these big, big accounts, Um and the and regards to experts talking about threads and things like that. And a lot of them are giving advice where it actually isn't the right advice. 
And it's so weird because this has never happened ever in the history of any sort of social platform. Because generally what happens with a social platform is that when someone joins a platform, they have to do things to build their audience, right? So, you know, if you're um, over on Instagram and you start at zero, you've got to do stuff to build your own, you're following. If you start a TikTok account, you've got to do stuff and post stuff and whatever you need to do to grow your following, right? And if you get to the point where you become successful on that platform, then you're in a position to then go, okay, well, look, I've done it. So uh, this is what you've got to do. And then tell, you know, the smaller people, the smaller accounts, this is what you do, right? Now, the weird thing about threads is that you've got all these people have got massive accounts, but they haven't earned them, yeah? Because what happens is you may remember or you may not, but when you join threads, there's an option to um, automatically add anyone who you follow who opens up a thread account. So basically, if you know you you follow, so, sorry, any of your followers, sorry, no, anyone that you follow, right? So let's just say you're following 500 people. If 400 of those people who you follow, um, four of the 500, um, if they open up a Threads account, it means that you will be following 400 people. So what happens is that because of this little f- feature and function, which Instagram did, um, they did on purpose. I have no doubt. They did it on purpose for a reason which I'll share in a minute. But what it did is it it made people um, grow their following instantly for doing nothing, right? So, you know, I think on the first day of Threads, I had about, you know, by the end of the day, I had about 250 followers and I hadn't done anything, right? Um, so as more and more people joined Threads, because that little function was enabled, which is uh, automatically follow anyone of your followers over on Instagram of the people that you follow. What it did is it, it made people and their audience grow automatically. And what do we do when we get results? Um, well, it kind of feels good, right? So what's happened with threads? If we started our account, our following has grown automatically. It's grown quickly. That makes us feel good So it gets us addicted and it keeps us using the app. And Instagram have done this on purpose, I have no doubt, because when you're on an app and you're getting all this engagement and following growth and everything like that and it's making you feel good, you're going to use it. But when maybe you don't get the engagement, where you're not getting any growth, then you're not going to use it. So that caused massive hype and it caused a lot of growth between everyone um, at the at the at the first couple of days um and what was i talking about i think i was talking about uh yeah the advice from a lot of the big accounts so a lot the the what's happened with people who have a big following on instagram so you know you've got fifty thousand, hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, a million followers type thing well maybe not a million but you know five hundred thousand or a couple of hundred thousand they've opened up their um their threads account and just because they've got a massive following they have automatically amassed a following over on threads without doing any work. So this has happened for the first time in basically history where people's audiences have grown not because they've shown up, yeah, and they've actually built the audience themselves. It's happened as a direct reflection of their following on Instagram. So what I kept on saying, what I kept on saying is uh, 
people on threads who have got big accounts, which by the way, they, des- they, they deserve it to some extent because they've made it happen on Instagram. So they, they do have, um, you know, they do have a, uh, they, they can be saying the things that they say hundred percent. Right. Um, and it's arguable that they have more of a right to say what I'm saying, say what they're saying than I'm saying. But what I was noticing was that they're giving out advice based on something that they know nothing about. And this is one of the key things that if you're ever going to be going, going to become a good coach, there's four things that I talk about to be to become a great coach. One thing, one of those four things is that what makes a great coach is that you need to be able to relate to the pains and the struggles and the problems that whoever you're serving goes through. So... You know, if you've never, for example, you've got a PT, PT who's uh, never been overweight. You've always been in good shape. You've always had a good body, you know, that, that type of person. That person cannot ever relate to someone who's been overweight and struggled with their weight and they're bullied and they've got oh, no, all this um, embarrassment or shame or guilt or whatever it is. They're never going to be able to relate to someone like that. Yeah, which that creates a big gap in regards to you helping someone. A great coach has been through the problems and struggles of the person that they're serving, right? Now, what's happened with um, with Threads is you've got all these big accounts who they've automatically been given a massive following and they're giving out advice on how to grow your following on Threads when they've never had a small account and been through what small accounts go through. So this is kind of what made me wanted to do this episode because I've got a small account and I know exactly the problems and the struggles and the challenges that small accounts are facing right now. Um, so let me go through those. So, you know, the, the, the over just two days. So the first day that Threads was launched, by the way, this is going to be a sick episode. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. Someone's, um, they're, they're putting solar panels on the roof. So, but podcast, this can't wait. Um, so, what was I going to say? In just two days, from day one to day two, threads changed completely for small accounts. So, if you've got under 1,000 threads, sorry, 1,000 followers on threads, <laughs> it's bloody hard to say this stuff. If you've got under 1,000 followers on threads, you're classified as a small account, right? So what happened on day one was um, everyone jumped. Well, if you did jump on threads, you know, there's a lot of like excitement and hype and everything like that. And if you posted something, which I did, if you posted a thread on day one, because there was uh, a lot of consumers, meaning that there's a lot of people who signed on to threads and they were like, not exactly posting many threads because a lot of people were like, oh, what is this thing? And they're curious and they're kind of like looking around and they don't really know exactly what to do. So what they're doing is that they're consuming, meaning that they are scrolling the newsfeed and they're kind of commenting on and liking other people's posts. So there was a high amount of that and there was a lower percentage of creators Creators meaning the people actually posting the threads. And when this is the case, and this is what every successful social media platform, this is a cycle that they all go through, right? So if a if a social media platform launches and it's gathering momentum and, and popularity, meaning that people are signing up to this thing and using it, 
So what will happen is that in the early days, there's people, a higher amount of people that are consuming the app and there's a lower amount of people who are actually creating on the app, right? So what that does for creators is it gives them massive reach. So it's like the example, TikTok, you know, really well-known thing. If you got on TikTok in the early days, you'd post something and it's like, the, you know, you're posting a video and getting 10,000 views is nothing, 100,000 views, nothing, 1 million views. Like it's, it's not uncommon, right? And that was simply because high amount of consumers, so people kind of just watching the videos and liking and engaging, lower percentage and ratio of actual creators. And then what happens, right, is that as the creators get wind of this new social platform, and we'll use TikTok as the example, more and more creators, meaning people who post, so probably most likely just like you because I know a lot of coaches listen to this and business owners. So they jump on, they open up a TikTok account, they start posting as well. And then what happens is because TikTok now have more videos and content to push out to the users, the reach drops. So it goes from when you post to getting heaps of amount of reach, heaps of amount of exposure, big amount of engagement. Your following grows very quickly. Two, um, as more and more creators jump on, that all drops. Your views drop, your engagement drops, your following rate drops. And that little cycle there, um, that happens normally over a course of years, yeah? Yeah. Now, let's have a look at threads because this is crazy. It's never happened in the history of any social platform. That cycle there, which normally takes, you know, um, in, that, that took Instagram, that took TikTok, that took Facebook, that took them years to hit that level, yeah, from going from, um, you know, content creators getting massive reach to getting little reach. It's a gradual thing that decreases over time and over a course of a number of years. Threads, that happened in two fucking days it happened in 24 hours and this is crazy so what i mean by this is that if day one you jumped on the threads and you were posting threads which i was your engagement was high Um, but then day two because so many more people joined threads and so many more people were started to post threads and not just one people were posting two three four five six seven ten twenty threads a day unheard of you go on tiktok you'd be lucky to post on an average user would be lucky to post two tiktoks a week now threads because it's so easy to create a thread takes seconds people were posting 10 threads a day nuts now if you imagine the millions and millions of years you users that signed on the threads and every single user is posting multiple threads a day what happened was the reach crashed. It absolutely crashed in just 24 hours, which, like I said, is completely unheard of. Now, what happened is um, if you look at uh, the big accounts, so people had big followings on Instagram, they joined threads. And because of that little f- automatic following thing, their following basically grew massively as, you know, their own as followers from over on Instagram joined threads themselves. So the big accounts, their account blew up. And because their account blew up, of course, um, when they post, because they've got thousands and thousands of followers now, um, when they post a thread, it gets heaps of engagement because of they've just got heaps of followers, right? Um, now, the percentage rate of engagement would probably be lower than a small account, meaning, you know, if you had 
um, a thousand followers, for example, say you're a small account and you post something and it gets, um, it gets 10 engagements. So five people like it, five people um, comment on it. That's a 1% engagement rate, right? Now, if you're a big creator, I'm going to probably stuff up my numbers here. If you're a big creator and you've got 10,000, let's just say you got 10,000 followers or you say 100,000 followers and you post something and it gets 100 yeah, bits of engagement. So let's just say 50 likes, 50 comments. You might be like, oh, well, the big creator got way more engagement. Well, they did in regards to numbers, but the actual percentage rate of engagement, that is 0.1%. I think I got my numbers right there. Um, so the engagement rate percentage is actually smaller than a big creator. So technically, the sorry, smaller than a um, small creator. So technically, the small creator actually has a better performing um, thread. But here's what happens. Let's talk about the algorithm now. And by the way, if you're getting a little bit jumbled with numbers here, I totally get you. Just hang with me for a moment. I'm going to move on in this for a minute. I know some people love numbers, others don't. So um, here's what's happening is with the algorithm is so a big account with heaps of followers, they post their, their little thread because they've got heaps of followers, um, a, a number of people engage with it, yeah? And then the basically algorithm, because it's got a large amount of engagement, it gets thrown on the explore page. So when you go on your news feed, which is the far left, if you click down the bottom, you've got all those little icons um, where you can check out your profile, you can make a thread, you can search people, you can check out your engagement, and then you got the home button, which is like the news feed. Um, the algorithm prioritizes threads that have got higher amounts of engagement, which means that you've got no, basically small accounts have got no chance and little chance of their thread being seen because the big accounts with heaps of followers who are getting more engagement, they automatically get thrown on the homepage. So basically, as of me recording this um, podcast right now, the Threads um, algorithm is set up so the big accounts will win and the small accounts will lose. Now, this has led to check out these survey results. So I just looked at this survey um, and basically I, I found this survey from uh, Brock Johnson. I don't know if you know Brock Johnson. He just did a thread asking people. Um, uh, he, he basically... Uh, asked, hey, you know, are you A, using threads more today than you were uh, a couple of days ago? Were you B, using it the same amount? Or are you C, using it less today than you were a couple of days ago? And uh, we just tallied up all the people that um, replied and we actually take, we took note of all the votes. And um, basically what it came down to is there's 227 people had replied to this thing. 16% said they were using it more. So that's about one in six people. 24% uh, said they're using it the same amount, which is about one in four people. And get this, yeah? 60% of people said that they're using threads less today than they were a couple of days ago. So that's three out of five people are using threads less today than they were a couple of days ago. So what does that tell us? By the way, I dare say that the audience of Brock Johnson's mainly are going to be creators, right? So they're not just consumers. So when I say consumers, like um, I went to the football on the weekend and I saw my brother and I was, uh, I was talking to him about threads. Now, my brother doesn't own a business. He's just jumping on threads to kind of, you know, consume it, you know, look at things, kind of, you know, 
comment on things, like things. He's what you call a consumer. A creator is someone like myself and most likely yourself is where not only do we consume, but we actually post threads. That's what a creator is, yeah? Um, so, you know, if this survey is done mainly with Brock Johnson's audience, which are you know, creators, I dare say, 99% of them will be, it's saying that three out of every five creator is using threads less today than they were a couple of days ago. So what does that tell us? Well, it means that creators aren't happy with threads because if we, um, if we were liking it, we're going to keep using something. But if we don't like it, there's something wrong with it. People are going to drop off. And I said this in my other podcast. I knew that this was going to happen. Um, actually, I, didn't think I, I don't think I said it on the podcast. I did a I actually posted a thread on day two once I noticed the reach had dramatically dropped. I said that don't give up on threads. The reach has dramatically dropped. And what will happen is so many people will start giving up over the next couple of days. And guess what? It has. We're now on day four and that survey was done today. And 60% said they're using threads less today. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm going to pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode okay so why i just wanted to kind of give you a backstory before we get into things like the strategy that you can use and and all that stuff because it's important that you know that um you know things are changing so quickly with this thing what threads needs to do instagram and threads they need to number one update their algorithm because it's it like i said it's 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 been built So big accounts will win and small accounts are going to lose. So what's already happened is all the small, the big accounts are loving it. You know, you jump on big accounts, they're loving it. They're posting threads and going, ah, it's the best. It's the best. You go to small accounts and people are pissed off because it's like they, they post something and no one's seen it. So at the moment, the algorithm is uh, it's flawed in that way. And the result of it is that uh, 60%, so three out of five, um, creators are not using threads as much and they're using it way less. And if they keep on doing that, what it's going to lead to is that threads will crash and it'll die very quickly. So they need to do something about it. Now, um, Instagram are in the background. You got to remember Instagram's goal with this is that their goal is to wipe out Elon Musk and Twitter. You need to always remember whenever you got to like, if you're kind of trying to predict things, You have to look at what's the mission and the goal behind the people who are driving something. And in regards to Mark Zuckerberg leading Facebook and Instagram, leading threads, his goal is to wipe out Twitter. So they're not just going to be sitting there going, oh, well, I guess that was fun. You know, we had a couple of days with an unbelievable rate of signups and everything like that, but ah, well, we tried. They're behind the scenes. They know exactly what I know, which plus they know more. Um, they know a lot more. They can see the rate of drop-off, right? They know it's happening. So 
They're behind the scenes changing things, adding things in, updating the algorithm. They can see what people are commenting, everything like that. So they know what's going on. So they're going to do everything in their power to turn this thing around, right? So what first thing, if you're someone who's been using threads and you are, you've, you've answered C, which is I'm using threads way less today than I was the first day. So I want you to kind of not let go of threads just yet, yeah? And the reason why, because there's an, there's an opportunity right now. The opportunity is that 60% of people, three in every five creators, are using threads less. And what happens is that as people use threads less and there's less people posting, the reach will go back up. So I'm predicting that this week reach will go, um, it'll, it'll increase so you'll get better reach again. And I think what's really important with this threads thing is that you kind of establish yourself as early as possible. I think that's going to give you an, a, ma- a major advantage. If you kind of wait on this thing and try and... Ju- like, for example, if I jumped on... I don't have a Twitter account. Well, I do, but I don't use it. If I tried to jump on Twitter and, and kind of build an account, it wouldn't go anywhere. Twitter's so old. Like, you've got all the, pe- the massive accounts that run the thing. They're already established, yeah? And it's kind of the same thing with threads. The longer you leave it, the harder it's going to be for you to establish, like, you know, you being an expert. That's what the whole point of it is, that you want to become a voice that people go to. And, you know, depending on what you do, it's going to be a combination of you sharing a little bit about your expertise, yeah, whatever whatever it is that you sell, but also sharing just, you know, insights into your thoughts and opinions and what you're thinking of each day, right? So, you know, if you can establish yourself as a leader in your niche or your industry, that's going to be an awesome position that you're going to be in. It's going to pay you massive dividends if this app survives. Um, if it doesn't, obviously, there's going to be no users on it. But if, um, you know, I'd, I'd, even though those stats, which is three out of five people are using this way less than a few days ago, even though those stats basically are pointing towards threads is going to crash and die very soon, I just don't think Mark Zuckerberg and Instagram are going to let that happen so easily and quickly. So I think they're going to make changes and add things in which will improve um, things for people like us being small creators. So I would say if you've stopped using it way less, here's um, why I don't think you should. And here's let's have a look at the strategy that you can use moving forward. Um, So... This is what I would be um, doing. I think what a lot of small creators have focused on is they've jumped on threads and they've just posted threads, right? And I get it. Everyone's kind of in, you know, engaging and connecting with people and stuff like that. But they're basing their success on how much engagement their threads are getting, yeah? And if that's what you've been doing, and because the engagement has dropped, you've gone, oh, threads is not right. This is no good for me. It's not going to work. It's a waste of time. Then you're basing your success on something that you will you, you just you can't beat. Because remember, the algorithm at the moment is set up for big accounts to win and small accounts to lose. And you can't beat the algorithm, right? So, you know, if you've stopped using threads because of that, you, you, you stop, you've, you've stopped using it for the wrong reasons and you know the algorithms change they update it and they change it every day as they get more data and they learn things right so if you drop out like so many other creators are dropping out right now 
then you could have missed an opportunity for the people that stick around to it, yeah? All right, so let's have a look at the strategy on how you can use threads right now. Okay, first thing is posting threads. Pretty straightforward. What I would say is that for the everyday person, when they first joined threads a couple of days ago, people were going overboard with the amount of threads that um, we're posting. We're kind of like in this little period where we're like all high on life. We're loving it. Uh, we're loving everyone. Everyone's all happy to each other. Everyone's talking to each other and stuff like that. And we were loving the kind of feeling. We, we loved how easy it was. Like we didn't have to spend three hours creating a fucking reel. We could just post a thread that took us a few seconds to think of. Or for a lot of people, took us five hours to think of, right? So um, we want to keep posting threads. But the only thing I would say is just settle down on the amount that you're posting. I mean, if the threads are coming to you easily and freely, 100% go for it. Flow it out, yeah? But don't put so much pressure on posting so many threads each day. I think that's the biggest difference. By the way, I'm, I'm, the strategy that I'm, I'm sharing here is the strategy on how we are approaching it. So I'm just sharing what we're doing and I, you know, you can take whatever you want from it. So that's what I would say is posting threads. I would recommend that you still keep doing it. Um, but number one, don't put so much pressure on yourself to get heaps of engagement because you probably just won't right now um, until algorithms change. So don't let that deter you and be your, you know, your barometer of success. Um, so I would say keep posting threads, but just don't put so much pressure on yourself and you don't need to be posting as many as you probably did in the first couple of days. Um, okay, second second things is collabs. This is, this is a massive one. This is because right now I'm like, all right, reach has dropped. My strategy on day one was reach is up. Man, cool. I'm going to slaughter threads, yeah? Um, when I hit day two and day three and I realized the reach had dropped, my strategy is like, okay, well, the threads doesn't really work as well anymore because not many people are seeing them. Um, so I'm like, well, how else can I use threads? And collabs is being how I kind of adjusted really quickly. Now, let's talk about collabs quickly. Um, I mean, collaborations are where you work together with someone else, right? And what, one of the biggest mistakes I see struggling coaches make is they don't collaborate. They just do it all themselves. So they create all the content themselves. They just stick in their own little world and they're just like, oh, I'm going to grow my following and do all the things, get clients just by doing my own thing. I'm not ready to collaborate with people. But it's a massive mistake. You know, all the biggest kind of jumps and growth periods in my business have always come from collaborations. And it's something that um, early stage coaches need to be doing um, a lot more of. And if you're not a coach, you're a business owner, same thing with, for you, with you, right? When you collab with someone, what it does is that it gives you access to their audience. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the, one of the best hacks and strategies for growth that so many people just aren't using and utilizing. So when you collaborate with someone, you get access to someone's audience and it's different to it's different to like a reel. So if you post a reel, right, and you're talking about something that, you know, whatever your craft is and some stranger comes across your reel. Now, when a stranger comes across your reel, they subconsciously will go, well, who the fuck's this? Yeah, and you're, like your reel might be awesome. You might have all this, have all this flashy stuff going on, you know, awesome getting their attention. Maybe the content, the stuff that you're going through is great. 
But if someone's like kind of going, oh, who the hell's this? Why should I listen to them? Then they're less likely. They might even like your reel, but it's not like they're going to follow you. Yeah. Now, let's change things for a second. Let's just say that you've got um, you've got uh, someone follows someone who they kind of like, right? So. Um, let's just say I've got one of my followers who follow me. They like my content. They've got to know me because they've been following me for three to six months and they've got to know me and everything that I'm about. Then what I do is you and I, we collaborate and you jump on my podcast. And let's just say that this follower is a is a, you know, a keen listener of my podcast. And then you come on my podcast and I chat to you about your craft and you give away awesome tips. You share, you know, stuff about yourself. You show your personality. And the follower of mine, because they trust me, yeah, they've been following me for a number of months, they're subscribed to my podcast, they listen to my podcast. Because they trust me and you're on my podcast, and let's just say that they love what they hear from you and they go follow you, that there is someone who's going to be half sold on you simply because they have had the trust with me and I am introducing you to them. And it's a completely different type of follower that you get when you post an awesome reel, right? Um, so that's the, the major benefit of collaboration is number one, you get access to people's audience. So you get thrown in front of other people's audiences, yeah? Combinate, combined with is that people who see you in that space are going to trust you at a much quicker rate, and the key to all sales is trust. You know, it's the number one thing that you need to build is trust to get more people to buy your stuff, buy your programs, buy your products. So if you're being introduced through a collaboration and that form, that there builds massive trust very quickly, then it's a very quick way to not only grow your following, but it's a quick way for you to start getting more sales. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly like, just, I'm going to, like, I'll give you a scenario. Um, we've used the podcast one, but let's just say that you jump on a live with someone and um, you go on there, well, we'll just use me example. You and I do a live together and um, we're chatting about something that um, is your expertise. And one of my followers jumps on the live and is watching the live and they see you talking about your craft and it's an area that they are struggling with. Yeah, it's an area that they have a keen interest about and you give them awesome tips. And not only do you give them awesome tips, they kind of relate to you. They're kind of liking what you're about. You know, you said a few things and you've, you've, you've demonstrated that you've been a few th- through a few things that they have. So they follow you and then say a week later, you know, you obviously you, you keep on doing your thing, you're posting content. So not only do they follow you from already starting to like you and trust you, you post your content, which you're already doing. But because they already know you and trust you, they are actually consuming your content. They're liking your content. They're commenting on your content. They're saving it. They're really listening to it. And then a week after that, you post an offer and they're already considering buying the bloody offer. That's how quick it can happen. And that there is so much more effective. I'm going to say 10 times more effective than you working on trying to make a viral reel. You see, that's what everyone's doing. They're trying to go, oh, so we need to create this bloody reel that goes viral. If it goes viral and everyone's going to see it, I'm going to get all these followers. Man, collaborations are way better than trying to wait and hope for a viral 
strategy. I think about all the best performing reels that I've done and they are the worst performing in regards to getting clients. Um, I just posted a reel the other day, which is, uh, it's not viral, but it's got like 13,000 views or something or 14,000 views. It got 1,500 likes. Now, mind you, um, if I get 100 likes on a post, that's considered decent. 1,500 and I think I only got a handful of followers from that, right? So, um, it's just like relying on the on the viral reel thing. It's it's a crap strategy. So collaboration is so important. So coming back to threads, um, what you can do and what I've done is that I basically um, I looked at all the people who have commented on my threads, right? And I then looked at okay, out of all those people who have commented, engaged with my threads, which of these people could I collaborate with? So I just kind of went through everyone one by one. I'd check out their profile. And because Threads is connected to Instagram, I'd then go on their uh, Instagram profile. And then I would would identify, okay, this person I could possibly collaborate with. And in my mind, I've got a podcast, so it's very easy. So number one, I can ask people to come on my podcast. Number two is if someone's got a podcast, I can reach out to them and ask to go on their podcast. So one thing that I do is I I do a podcast swap. You know, I can reach out to people who've got a podcast and I say, hey, do you want to do a podcast swap? You come on mine, I come on yours. Um, So I look for someone who could be a potential collab and I, um, I, if I haven't, if I can engage with them further on threads, what I'll do is I'll go back to threads and I'll keep on the, con- I'll keep the conversation going for a bit, right? Then what I do is I reach out to them on Instagram, send them a DM, and I say, hey, Haley, um, you know, we're just chatting over on threads. Look, I, I, I just kind of looked at your profile, and um, yeah, I just wanted to reach out to you to see if you'd be interested in doing a possible collab. You know, I've got a podcast, and da 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 da, da and that's it. And so, uh, and look, if you don't have a podcast, you can do a live, yeah? It's very easy. You just do a live with someone, you jump on and you give their audience. And the, the how you position it is that you get access to each other's audience. So, you know, um, I would say normally if I reach out to Haley, for example, I'd say, hey, Haley, just want to reach out to you. Um, you know, we wanted to see if you'd be possibly interested in doing a live together. I can see we kind of have a similar audience um, and maybe we could chat about something that we have, you know, both have a similar interest in and some knowledge around. And then obviously that's an easy way for you to get access to my audience and an easy way for me to get access to yours. And we can give our audiences a ton of value in the meantime. Now, if you do that to one person, they may say no, but if you do it to 10 people, you're going to get a percentage of people that okay with it. Yeah. Is it work? Hell yeah. Yeah. Is it uncomfortable if you haven't done it before? Yeah, of course. Um, But guess what? That's just building business. If you're not willing to do this stuff, like you may as well quit your business, seriously. Um, So that's a really easy and awesome strategy for you to build your following and um, obviously lead to sales, right? So that's what I've been using threads for. So after I realized that the reach had dropped, I didn't just go what everyone else did and go, Oh, I'm going to stop using threads now. It's a waste of time. I go, okay, this ain't working. Posting threads isn't working like it used to. What else can I use this thing for? And the reason why the collabs thing works so well is because everyone's attention is on threads right now, yeah? So, for example, if you get, think about it, if you get a, um, a comment on a thread of yours compared to a comment on Instagram, which 
one of the two are you taking more note of right now? The comment on Instagram or the comment on thread? And you know the answer is threads, right? And simply because we're not, we don't get as much engagement on threads. So, um, you know, if you comment on someone else's post, they're going to actually read it. And the great thing about it is even massive creators who you can't get access to on Instagram, um, you know, I've chatted to them on threads. So collabs is huge. So that's how you should be using it one way to your advantage right now. Next thing is, um, so we've spoken about posting threads. We've spoken about collabs. Next one is engaging. Um, so this is the strategy we've been using. And I've got someone that helps out with me with this one. Um, I mean, I've been doing a lot of engaging myself, but I've also got someone on my team that kind of engages on my behalf. Um, but if you don't have someone on your behalf to do this, it's cool. Just do it yourself. So um, we've been dropping comments on big accounts. So, you know, someone who's kind of famous in the coaching space and stuff like that. Um, you know, if they do a, if they, if they do a thread, uh, if, if they've just done it, I'll see if I can leave a comment. The key is you want to do it early. You want to be one of the first ones. So if you've got a big account and they get, you know, hundreds of replies and stuff, you don't want to be the 200th person to reply. You want to be the person within the top, like the first five to reply because the, clo- the, the sooner that you reply, the more people, think about it. If you've got a big account where they get, you know, hundreds of replies and you're the first one to comment, then you're going to get a lot of people that see your comment. Now, if you drop an awesome comment, out of those thousands of people that see your comment, um, a percentage of those are going to go check out your profile, which can lead to more followers, right? So that's what you probably want to do. Well, that's what we do with um, engaging. That's with big accounts. And then also we engage with small accounts, yeah, who are our target market. So small accounts meaning that they've got under five, sorry, under 1,000 followers on um on threads. Now I know right now that when a small account gets a comment, they're going to be looking at it because they're not getting many other comments, right? And I know this. So it's a really awesome opportunity to get straight in the minds and right put your face in front of them because anyone that comments on your stuff, you will go and check out their profile, yeah? So it can lead to you getting more followers on threads, lead to you getting more followers on Instagram. It can lead to you building more connections with your um, target market. So um, that's what I would be doing. Posting threads, but just not going so hard as you were on the first few days. So still keep posting threads and just just take the pressure off, yeah? Just have more fun with it. Don't think overthink things. You know, some threads are going to do better than others and that's completely fine. Um, collabs, use it right now for collabs whilst you can. And the reason why I'm saying whilst you can is because the, um, you know, eventually people are going to stop caring less and putting so much value on the engagement and the comments that they get. So right now, people are really valuing the comments that they get, which means that they're paying close attention to it. So you can use that as your advantage and say, hey, you know, reach out to them in, D- in Instagram and say, hey, I was just speaking to you on your thread and they will remember who you are. So it's a way to get your foot in the door to collab with people. Um, and then, yeah, engage. So engage with big accounts. You want to drop comments, be one of the first five. So you get your comment gets exposure. That's a way to grow your account. Um, and then engage with small accounts being your target market. Um, and just one last thing regarding this kind of the strategy and approach with threads is that 
Threads is a massive distraction. It's been a huge distraction for me and I've been reading the comments of other people when they kind of talk about, you know, how are you using Threads? And um, I've just seen so many people talk about it's so distracting and it stopped people from doing the work that they should be doing. So, and I know this is most likely you're listening to this. If, uh, if I've been through it, then most likely you've been through it as well. And you've also been distracted from doing the work that you should be doing. So I really just want to kind of talk about this for one moment and touch on it is um, you've got to be very careful with this threads thing because I believe it's beneficial for you, for most people to be using this and I don't think you should give on, give up on it and I'm not giving up on it just yet, I'm still using it because I'm getting uh, wins from it. But you've got to be really careful and one thing that I'm being careful is that um, being mindful of how and when I'm using it. So the first day or two when I was using it and you're probably the same as me, we were on it like nonstop, like logging in it throughout the whole day. And it's like, you know, you're a, you're with your partner and you're on threads. And that's what I was like. I was using it so much because I'm like, oh, this thing's sick. And you're kind of learning about it. You don't want to do that because that's going to distract you from doing the work. What you're best off doing is actually putting and scheduling in time throughout your day. Um, and you just treat it like an appointment. So you might put in there between 9 and 9.30 is thread time, right? And you go on threads and you kind of have a look around, you post a thread, you, you know, engage with people. And, you know, if you want to have three or four sessions throughout the day for thread time, you do that. But it goes from you mindlessly using it to actively using it. That way you have control rather than it controls you because at the moment, it's been controlling people, distracting them from doing the work that they should be doing and it's leading to a big waste of time. So I would recommend that you put time and schedule time in your diary and be strict with it. If you give yourself half an hour, it's boom. You know, it's half an hour. You don't keep on going on it, right? So it's going to have to create a bit of discipline around it. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. Now, the last thing I want to finish on here is um, the top five threads that attract the most engagement. Um, I have basically put this little list together based off my own experience as well as um, just looking. What I've loved about this whole thread thing is I've just been a massive observer and I've just looked around what's working, what's not working, right? What's working for me, what's not working for me, what's working for others, what's not working for others, what's working for big accounts, what's not working for them, what's working for small accounts, and what's not working for them. And then I've just grabbed all that information and put it into, you know, all these podcasts that I'm releasing and things like that. So here are the top five. If you're wondering, okay, what what do I say in my threads, right? Um, here's what I've found are the top five threads that attract the most engagement. Now, when I say the top five, these are the top five based on what I see most lot. Like the, the, out of all the types of threads that I see, um, these are the, the top five that I see. I'm going to rank them in order to the ones that generally get the highest amount of engagement, the ones that get the least amount of engagement. Now, what I would recommend is that you actually do a mix of all of these. Um, a mistake I see uh, 
creators and small accounts especially is that they're doing the same type of threat. So let's go through the, the different types. So you've got um, you know, a relatable type thread where it's, you know, you're posting something that people relate to. Um, you've got like a combo starter where it's, you know, what do you prefer? Like how do you have your coffee? Or, you know, are you a Coke or Pepsi um, fan? Like something like that, it's combo starter. Um, there's vulnerable threads. There's how-to threads, which is, you know, you giving business tips or tips on whatever your craft is. Um, and then there's like kind of inspirational quotes. They're the top five types of threads that I see every day, right? And that I'm seeing on threads. So I'm going to rank them in order of what I feel is the best and what gets the most engagement and what gets the least. So coming in at um, number five, is get which gets the least amount of those, which is inspirational quotes. Um, inspirational quotes, they are, there's so many of them and majority of them suck. Um, not that they're bad quotes, but people just aren't into them. It's not hitting home. Now, does it mean that you don't do it? No, still do it. But I just, I would say just don't like do them less than you, more than doing them, if that makes sense. Uh, spot number five is how-tos. Now, this is what we generally do on Instagram. We share our craft. Like we talk about whatever our thing is that we do and we give advice on it. We give tips. Um, we give strategies around it. That I would probably put that in um, fourth place. Um, it doesn't normally get a whole lot of engagement. Gets a little bit more than the inspirational quotes. I'd say definitely inspirational quotes is the worst. But sharing tips and stuff and strategies on your craft in general would be about number four. In third place for the top five threads that attract most engagement would be vulnerable, raw, and honest posts. Getting massive vulnerable, getting real raw, being super honest, kind of the type of stuff where you're like, oh shit, did they say that? Um, is like kind of like it, it's, it's, it does get engagement. So it's probably one thing that if you're not already doing this, um, work on it. And I think this is a great one because even though it's not number one, people, even if they don't engage with it, it gets people's attention. When you are super raw and honest and vulnerable, it's a great way to get people to connect with you. Um, so um, if you're not already doing this, try and like experiment with just sharing rawness. And I think it's a, I think it's a really great skill to have anyway. Having the courage of sharing super honesty and rawness um, is a great way to build a following, not only on threads, but just on any other platform as well. Number two, combo starters is a big one. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a question that is going to get people to uh, respond. Now, if you're a big creator, you can, you could fucking say anything. It doesn't matter. So easy for a big creator. You could say black or white. You could say, um, fire or water. And everyone's like, ah, fire, fire, fire. But if you're a small creator, you've got to be way more witty with um, the conversation, the starters. And the way to approach this is that you've got to do things people are passionate about. Yeah. So, you know, if you said fire or water um, and you're a small account, sorry, no one's going to like it. No one's going to comment. Um, but it's like something people are passionate about on both sides of the fence. That is ultimately going to get the most um, engagement. Um, so like an example, this is politics, but you know, this one, this is definitely, uh, something that always drums up a lot of controversial things is if you ask the question, will Donald Trump become the next president? 
Will Donald Trump be president next year? Now, I know this is, you know, for more US-based people, but even, you know, Donald Trump is like it hits everyone around the world, basically, he does. And it's basically, you know, he's, he's very you like him or you hate him type thing. So conversation starters where you're kind of asking people, what's your thoughts on this or would you prefer this or that? Um, but thinking about where there's two opposing sides or it's areas that people are super deeply passionate about, yeah, that's more likely going to get engagement when you're a small account. Um, okay, and then number one, the top type of thread that attracts the most engagement is actually relatable, funny shit. So it's kind of the memes. It's the uh, like a, a funny, witty comment that people relate to. Um, that's getting the most engagement. So, um, yeah, they're the top five. So, you know, number five is the inspirational quotes. Number four is the how-tos, like sharing kind of tips and stuff. Number three is vulnerable, raw honesty. Number two is conversation starters. And number one is relatable, funny stuff. Um, and if you're not good at that relatable, funny stuff, then, um, I mean, you just got to go have a look at, you know, if, you, if you're looking for success, go find success. What I would do is go find, um, have a scroll of the news feed and just have a look for small creators who are getting a decent amount of engagement. That's the key. Don't really take notice of the big accounts because it doesn't matter what they say. They're going to get um, a ton of engagement. And when I say don't take it, 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 don't take notice, like, of course, take notice. But I mean, as in when you do your research, what you want to do to find success that's going to work for you being a small creator you need to look and find other small creators that have done something that has got success because that's proof it'll work and it could work for you. So if you see a small creator and they've kind of, they've done a funny meme or something relatable, take a look at it and go, how can I slightly change and alter that to suit my views or suit my industry or my niche? So that's how you do it. Um, if you, you know, if you're not, cause some people are kind of witty with this stuff. Some people aren't. So if you aren't just grab ideas and inspiration from other people and just slightly adjust it. Conversational starters. You see someone who's got a small account, they've done a little, you know, they've asked a question, do you prefer this or that? Or, you know, what's your thoughts on this? And you can see it's got a decent amount of engagement. Um, see how you can slightly change the question and then just try it out. The whole point of all this stuff is just to kind of experiment with it. Have fun with it, muck around, and then you've got to just test and measure, yeah? What works, what doesn't work? Oh, I'll try again. What works, what doesn't work? Oh, I'll try a different way. What works, what doesn't work? Um, but, you know, things with threads, you know, I think it's day four or at the, you know, me recording this now. Things are changing so quickly. Um, you know, in another four days, my views will probably change and what I've, you know, a lot of the stuff I've spoken about here. Um, so... With the whole thread thing, if we had to sum everything up, I would say don't give up on it. Be um, intentional with how you use it so it doesn't become a big distraction. And then experiment and pay attention to what's working and what's not working, especially the success is found from what the small creators are doing. That's the... That's the ironic thing here, yeah? So you'll actually find what really works a lot of the time from the small creators. So of course, the big creators have got awesome advice. So listen to what they're saying, but what's really the answers will, be can't, will come from small creators that are getting engagement. 
because if they're getting engagement, it means that you can because they're beating the algorithm so, so far because they're doing a thread that's really popular. Um, so, um, yeah, that's the way to beat the threads part. And then obviously the way, other ways of using it is collaborations. Like if you haven't collaborated, make it your goal to set one up over the next week. Yeah. Um, and then engaging and connecting with people, it's a great time to do that because uh, people's attention is on threads. All right, well, um, hope you've got heaps out of this. Um, let us know. Send me a thread or reply on one of my threads saying, hey, Luke, I listened to your episode, your podcast episode. I loved it. It sucked. It was too long. Let me know what your thoughts are. Even send me a DM on Instagram at Luke underscore page if you like. But uh, who knows? This could be the last Threads podcast episode I do. It could be the second out of 50. Who knows where we're going with this thing. Um, I'm just along for the ride. And uh, yeah, you should be too. Just have fun with this thing. Um, It's just going to be really interesting how this thing plays out over the next couple of weeks and months. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world. And we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.